the blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees. I'm your co-host, John Spees. And today we have got a battle of the middleweights. That's right, two of the Throwback Trivia Takedown patrons are going head-to-head. In one corner, hailing from Tulsa, Oklahoma, we have Cheyenne Fletcher. Cheyenne, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, Cheyenne Fletcher, live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I uh, have been married for 21 years now with two kids, which is crazy because I still feel like I'm a bit of a kid and I have a son who's about to embark out on the world on his own. But uh, yeah, I had a trivia company here kind of on hiatus and uh, that's about it. Yeah, you're, um, uh, you work with, uh, or your trivia company is uh, with uh, Tim, Edwards, who, Tim Edwards, who we've had on the show before. Yep, questionable company. That's right. And well, I hope uh, things you know clear up, and everyone gets the vaccinated, and you can bring that back to the world. I I agree with you. All right, and in our other corner, hailing from the coastal Northern Carolina, we have Anna Piper. Anna, could you please tell us a little about yourself? I've also been married for a long time. I've been married for almost twenty-five years. I have two children who are eighteen and just turned about to turn 23 and uh i move a lot because my husband's a marine so we we moved back from beautiful hawaii to north carolina where we do also live at the beach mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah not yeah not too bad not gonna complain about that one of the weirdest or craziest things was uh so independently i set up this game against each other against you two but then you were like yeah we used to go to college together <laughs> which cheyenne figured out <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which is odd because it was at the time a small private college. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Really small school yeah, in Missouri. It's not small anymore, but it was when we oh, went there. That's crazy. Yeah. I lived in a trailer for a while. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Well, before we get going into the game, let's learn the rules. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If someone answers their question wrong, their opponent has a chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, video games, sports, news and politics, fashion, technology, slang, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you have before answering a three-tiered question, which must have all parts correct in order to score the points. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, now that we know those rules, Let's learn a little bit more about Anna and Cheyenne. And I want y'all to tell me, who is your favorite SNL cast member? 
Oh, who's going first? Whoever whoever wants to go first, just jump on in. Oh, Tina Fey is my answer. Tina Fey? That's a good choice. Uh, yeah, this is one of my... Uh, like, I have not really ever watched SNL. Uh, oh. So I will go with Eddie Murphy. Okay. Well, John and I did uh, on our other podcast, we did do an SNL top 10 SNL cast members. And uh, Tina Fey did not make my list, but Eddie Murphy was number seven. So that means Cheyenne, even though you don't really know anything, you threw out a good name. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to go first. Round one. All right. So I guess I will start with sports. And your decade is the 70s. Okay. This all-time great pitcher has a record seven no-hitters, which is three more than any other pitcher in MLB history. And on May 15th, 1973, while pitching for the California Angels, he threw the first of those no-hitters against the Kansas City Royals. Uh, that would be Mr. Nolan Ryan. Mr. Nolan Ryan, who is a big bag of spunk. Absolutely. I remember when, what was it, Robin Ventura <laughs> yeah. stormed the mound? <laughs> I'm yeah. a big Oklahoma State fan. And so uh. I was like, no! <laughs> if you're going to charge the mound, you better take care of business. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like a, like a 40-year-old Nolan Ryan just kind of tossed him aside. It was it was fun. But yes, yeah. Nolan Ryan is correct. <laughs> Robin Ventura should have hung out with the wrestling team at Oklahoma State. <laughs> yeah, he needed to. <laughs> so... Uh, all right, that is one down. Anna, you get to pick your category. Uh, TV. Televisiones. And your decade is the 70s. Okay. We have a question given to us by patron Jackie Lefebvre. Thank you so much, Jackie, for this question. Anna, name this singing lounge duo who married in 1969 and divorced in 75, but were popular enough to have their own TV show in 1971 that lasted four seasons and 67 episodes. Sunny and Cher. Sunny and Cher, no hesitation. Absolutely. I got you, babe. And Anna's got 10 points. Uh, all right, back to Cheyenne. Ooh, let's give food a try. Food a try. And your decade is the 70s. Whoa. Oh, great. 70s oh. food. All right. Okay. This aptly named shampoo released in 1978. And for seven glorious years, the general public had access to this beer shampoo that was made with Budweiser. It even ran, ran ads starring Kim Basinger, who would say, it's one third beer, but don't drink it. Beer shampoo? <laughs> it's a beer shampoo but what is the name of this beer shampoo i've noticed you probably haven't needed to use beer shampoo um over the <laughs> last couple years maybe a long time <laughs> <laughs> but maybe oh. back in 1978 you did use this brand oh uh lots of suds Good guess. Lots of suds is incorrect. Anna, do you know this one? <laughs> no idea. This is hysterical. How about this bud's for you? I don't know. <laughs> this bud's for you. Not a bad guess. Now, this brand, actually, I believe you can still find it today, though they don't use beer in the formula anymore, but it's called Body on Tap. Body on Body Tap. Body on Tap. Okay. Yeah. 
all right. Nobody gets any points. Uh, we are over to Anna again. Uh, let's do news and politics. No way. No, John, it's not, not, not possible. In your, your decade is the, the 70s. 70s. I think we've got to work on that tower. It yeah, exactly. Broken. Your dice tower, John, is fixed. Uh, okay. In 1976, the CN Tower in this city was completed and becomes the world's tallest freestanding structure at the time. Toronto? Toronto, Canada is correct. All right. Well done. And we are back to Cheyenne for your next category. And we have movies, music, fashion, slang, video games, and technology left. Oh, yeah, all the things I don't know. Um, let's go movies. Movies. Don't you say 70s, John. And your decade is the 90s. Okay. All right. We've got another question from Jackie Lefebvre. Thank you so much, Jackie. All right. Twins was a 1988 film starring Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger, two very different brothers separated at birth. In 1994, they teamed up again in a movie about a research geneticist and, an OB and his OBGYN colleague that invented a fertility drug. Unable to do human trials, they end up implanting the ovum into the doctor. Name this movie that rates only 36% on the tomato meter. Is that Junior? That is Junior. It is a uh, classic flop. And someone who loves Arnold as much as I do, I adore the man. Even I think the movie is junk. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Anna, we are back at you. All right. Um, let's do fashion. Okay. 70s, huh? <laughs> your decade can, is the 70s. You can see that by the way you just... Yeah, with the look on your face. That. Yes. Uh, okay. In 1977, this famous nightclub opened in a former CBS TV soundstage. It quickly became the coolest place in town where anyone famous and fashionable just had to be seen. That would be Studio 54. That would be Studio 54. Very hoppin' famous place. I just watched the doc. Well, I've watched a documentary about it before, but I just watched oh. it last week. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, was a recommendable. Did you recommend the doc? Was it good? Yeah, I like all documentaries, but that one actually, it's 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 interesting. Yeah, John recently told me just because I try to stop it in the in thus on this podcast, um, but I have an affinity for swearing, and so John recommended I need to watch. Uh, what was it the the history of swear words on Netflix? Pretty good. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I keep meaning to watch it. Yeah, it's hilarious. Okay, very cool. All right, Cheyenne, we are back with you. We've got technology, video games, slang, and music. Um, my brain keeps going to 70s because it keeps happening. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. all right, I got to get my head out of that. <laughs> Not all these questions are going to be 70s. Yeah. Um, let's go with oh, video games. You sound so confident. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and your decade is the 80s. Okay. In this game, released in 1985, the player takes the role of a child who delivers a fictional newspaper called The Daily Sun along a suburban street on his bicycle. The arcade version of the game featured bike handlebars as the controller. Too bad we couldn't sing the ditty when we were doing that. Uh, Paperboy. Yes, Paperboy. Uh, I played that on 
N64, or not N64, on uh, NES. Oh, man, Paperboy is so good. Whenever that dog came after you, I, I could never get away. I stunk like, trying to get away from that dog or th- hitting it with the paper. But yeah, that was uh, that was a great game. Uh, all right, Anna, back uh, to you. Let's, let's do music. All right. <laughs> Your decade is the 70s. Okay, well, at least round two is going to be fairly clear of the 70s, <laughs> we can assume. Okay. All right, we've got another question from Jackie Lefave. We really appreciate it. She sent uh, a massive amount of questions that I have just implemented. So thank you so much, Jackie, for sending I know I hear her name all the time. Yeah, <laughs> she does. <laughs> I mean, she does a great job just sending a whole bunch. So I, I use them. It's helpful. Uh, okay. 70s music. This soft rock song written and recorded in 1972 by Willis Allen Ramsey depicts a romantic liaison between Susie and Sam. It likely became better known when it was recorded by Captain and Tennille, peaking at number four in 1976. And yes, that it actually uh, is what the song is about. Oh. Before you got to the second part, I was going to say the Pina Colada song. Hmm. I don't know. That's going to be my answer. I know it's not right, but we're going to go with the Pina Colada song. You like Pina Colada's getting cut in the rain. Incorrect. Cheyenne, you get a chance to steal. Yeah, so earlier when you had that TV question, that ended up being Sonny and Cher, I was yeah. like, I was down to Sonny and Cher and the Captain and Tennille. I was like, I could see them having a show, but I'm pretty sure this is muskrat love. You are correct. <laughs> it is uh, very interesting and puts a lot of weird things in my head about visuals, but muskrat love is correct. Uh, all right, he gets the steal, and Cheyenne, it is your turn to pick between slang and technology. Slang and technology. Oh, great. Um, sports again? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's a bad Cheyenne. Okay, let's try slang. Okay. <laughs> your ticket is the 70s. Uh, wow. We're not going to have I'm, any... I'm not, I'm, I'm not making this up. This is exactly okay. how it's coming out. I, I believe you. All right. In the 70s, when leaving, you might say, peace, love, and this hippie treat. Peace, love, and this hippie treat. Oh, is this peace, love, and granola? Peace, love, and granola is correct. Wow. Good pull. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, all those years on Fish Tour helped. Yeah, <laughs> it probably <laughs> did. <laughs> Peace, love, and granola. Uh, all right, Anna, you are stuck with technology. All right. And your ticket is the 80s. The 80s. The first gigabyte-sized hard drive came out in 1980. It weighed 550 pounds and cost $40,000. So, so there are bytes kilobytes, megabytes, gigabytes, and terabytes. What is the next level of storage size? Oh, geez. I honestly have no idea. Gugabytes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, not a bad guess. Gugabyte is incorrect. Cheyenne, you get a chance to steal this one. Um, Okay, you said kilobytes Mm -hmm. to megabytes. megabytes. To gigabytes to terabytes. Uh, so what's after terabyte? I can I phone a friend to call John Lou. <laughs> John, John Lou <laughs> would most certainly know this. 
Uh, God, I think I'm going the wrong way. I am. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, everything I'm thinking of is small. So I'm going to... Uh, Pico. Pico? Pico Bites or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pico is incorrect, but I thought for a second you might get it because you started off. It is Petabyte. Petabyte is the next big size up. Okay. Pico right. is like really, really small. Gotcha. Yep. <laughs> All right. That is the end of round one. John, could you please give us that score update? Uh, Cheyenne has 50 and Anna has 30. Okay. All right. Nothing is out of control yet. Now let's get into round two. Round two. And to start off round two, Anna, you get to pick the category for Cheyenne. Well, let's go with fashion, Cheyenne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a hardcore fashion guy. And your decade is the 80s. What shoe brand founded in 1983 in New York City, surprisingly not England, Distinguished themselves as an inner city and music driven brand appealed to the predominantly male youth in urban communities. Yeah, I don't know if that's as much uh, fashion as it is hip hop. Uh, British Knights. BK or British Knights is correct. Yeah, but I mean, you got it. You nailed it. Yeah, I'm a hip hop nerd. So, okay, gotcha. (laughs) Very cool. Uh, all right, and now Cheyenne, you get a pick for your longtime college rival, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you telling us we're old? I'm not, no, that's not what Seriously. I meant by that. <laughs> Recently oh. graduated college? Rival? I don't know. Well, my daughter graduated this year from college, uh, so I am old. There you go. <laughs> uh, I don't know. She did well on everything she got. Uh, yeah, typically people do well on things that they get. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the questions she received. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, maybe we'll try tech. Okay. Because that was a brutal question. Yeah. She was staying away from it. And your decade is the 90s. Okay. In 1996, just one year after the internet became commercial, this website started indexing all the sites available at the time. And the site's first server was in the Stanford dorm of its creators. Uh, I don't know, so I'm just going to say Google, which I'm sure is not the answer. Google is correct. Oh, wow. Because they're indexing all the things. Yep, that makes the most sense. A good call. Good grab, yeah. Maybe a little bit easier than Petabyte, but all good. (laughs) Just depends. Everybody has 70s tech. Yeah, yeah, 70s tech never happened. That's <laughs> luckily we don't have to deal with it. It's on for another episode. So, uh, all right, Anna, you get a pick for Cheyenne. Well, I'm going to give him sports because I don't want to answer a sports question. <laughs> that was the first one he chose. So he's obviously probably, I'm That's assuming, right. okay with that. I'm married to the athlete. I'm not the athlete. So. Okay. <laughs> and your decade is the 90s. All right. This school holds the record for most NCAA men's basketball championships at 11, including their most recent victory, which was way back in 1995. Uh, could you say it one more time? Just Of course. 
This school holds the record for most NCAA men's basketball championships at 11. And it includes their most recent victory, which was way back in 1995. I think that's like that. That 95 is that Ed O'Bannon uh, UCLA team. Hopefully. It is UCLA. It is the Ed O'Bannon UCLA team. And they have the most NCAA championships. Good. Yeah, the job. first time you read through, I missed the basketball part. And I was like, oh, what sport am I supposed to be yeah. guessing here? Gotcha. Makes sense. <laughs> All right. All right, Cheyenne, you get a pick for Anna. Okay. Let's do video games. Okay. The hinter decade is the 90s. Okay. I was hoping for 70s video games. Yeah, there was a chance. <laughs> <laughs> there was a chance. Okay, this survival horror franchise involving zombies began as a video game introduced in 1996. It is Capcom's best-selling video game franchise with over 105 million units sold worldwide, and the live-action film series is also the highest-grossing film series based on video games. I don't know. I'm going to say Halo, which is not the answer. Halo is not the answer. Cheyenne, you get a chance to steal it. All right. I was hoping that she, I've got it down to two, I think. I was really hoping she would guess and <laughs> help the other me one. with this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you said horror survival? survival? Survival horror franchise involving zombies. So... It's the highest that involves zombies, or it's just the highest in general? It, it is Capcom's best-selling video game franchise, and the uh, best live-action films, the highest-grossing film series based on a video game. Okay, I'm going to go with Resident Evil. Resident Evil is correct! Well, I was They've sure. made so many of those movies. Yeah, I... Like, I would have thought maybe, like, Laura Croft would have made more money, but Possibly. I yeah. don't know zombies, you know? So I was There's like, been, uh, like, at least, like, five more of the Resident Evil movies, so right, they, just, they just keep cranking them. And I knew there was, like, I thought there was a Silent Hill movie, too. There was, but I don't think it did much uh, in, the, in the box office. So. Right. Uh, okay, Anna, your pick for Cheyenne. Well, let's go Sling. Okay. That's almost what I gave you. <laughs> <laughs> and your decade is the 90s. Wow. Okay. In the, the 80s. In the, oh, in the 80s? Okay. Uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just saying we hate the 80s. We're doing we 70s, hate, yeah. 90s. Apparently. Uh, all right. 90s slang. In the 90s, you'd hear Full House's Uncle Joey say this, say this three-word phrase paired with matching hand gestures. Effectively, a playful way to say, oh, stop. Cut it out. <laughs> Cut it out. Perfect with the hand gestures as well. That is correct. <laughs> All right, Jan. Please pick for Anna. And a reminder, we have movies, music, TV, news and politics, and food left. Well, after Body on Tap, I'm going to give her food. <laughs> <laughs> And your decade is the 90s. Whoa. Okay. Starting in 1992, this offshoot candy was roughly the size of marbles, sold in bags, and marketed by The Simpsons. Oh. The size of marbles? 
I don't know. Sixlets. I have no clue. Sixlets is incorrect. Tasty, though. I do like six, sixlets. Six, six, uh, uh, sixlets. All right. <laughs> screwed that up. <laughs> Cheyenne, you get a chance to steal. Ooh, wow. Um, I haven't really watched The Simpsons since, like, the first couple years. Um, even though my uh, daughter has now binged it four mm. times this year, I think. Whoa. <laughs> Um, so hold on. I'm going to go get her now. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Marble size candy Simpsons. I'm trying to think of anything that might, uh, tie in with the show. They came in a bag. Yep. Uh, marble sized. Yep. This, uh, starting in 1982, this offshoot candy was roughly the size of marbles sold in bags and marketed by the Simpsons. Oh, wow. I don't know. Uh, Santa's little helpers poop. <laughs> that is a very specific, but makes sense. Guess uh, as a Simpsons fan, no, this was uh, so. This was an offshoot candy, so it was a kind of a, a separate variety of a bigger brand. Um, that bigger brand being Butterfinger and the Simpsons. BBs. Yes, oh. Butterfinger BBs. I had no clue that was tied in with the Simpsons. Oh yeah. Bart was specifically in like every commercial. That's um, right. I, I, I loved Butterfinger BBs. Hell, I, they were probably, I liked them even better than Butter, Butterfingers myself. Yeah, They're they really so, good. Mm-hmm. So I should have, didn't Millhouse make his debut, like in a Butterfinger commercial. I, I don't remember. That would have been awesome though. If he did, but, oh, uh, nice. yep. It hit you once it, once it, once you know it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, where are we? Oh, yeah. Anna, you get a pick for uh, Cheyenne. News and politics. Okay. And your decade is the 80s. The 80s. Okay. In 1986, Clay Henry, a beer drinking goat, was elected mayor of the small town of Lajitas in what state? Lajitas. Lajitas. L-A-H-I-T-A-S? L-A-J-I-T-A-S. Excuse me. A beer-drinking goat was elected mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, I really have no in on this. I don't remember this. Um, I will just guess the name doesn't make... Um, I'm trying to think of which way to go with this. Something that makes sense or... Uh, let's just go with California. California is incorrect. Anna, you get a chance to steal. Yeah. Uh, how about we try New Mexico? New Mexico. New Mexico is a little bit closer, <laughs> if I can speak, um, but incorrect as well. Now, Cheyenne, you just needed to look a little bit south. Uh, they like their beer, and they're silly enough to elect a mayor. It is Texas. Lajitas, yeah. Texas. That was on my list. I... Yeah, I couldn't decide if go with like, you know, a more like Latino sounding name or like Wisconsin where they yeah. just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very possible too. So uh, I'm not sure if it was uh, Shinerbach in that the, uh, that the beer was that the clay was drinking, but possible. Texans love their Shinerbach. Yes, sure. they do. Okay. Uh, all right, Cheyenne, you get to pick for Anna. And what do you have? We have music, TV, and movies. That's it. 
Oh yeah, and movies. Okay, um, I remember, okay, she picked that. I'll give her movies. Oh yeah, yeah. And your decade is the 70s. All right, we are going back into the 70s. Marvin Lee Aday, better known by what name, is an American singer and actor. He had the ninth best-selling album of the 70s at 14 million copies. Or you may recognize him as Eddie from a 1975 cult classic film. Well, I don't know. I'm going to guess Meatloaf. Like a bet out of hell, it is Meatloaf. Absolutely. And that uh, was a good pick on your part, Cheyenne, because I hate movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ooh. really funny. Uh, my Geek Bull team, who's also my OQL team, we uh, have a Facebook chat, and Anarchy was just asking us like m- music questions yesterday. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions was, what is the real name of oh, Meatloaf? Meatloaf? And <laughs> AJ responds with all three of those names. I was like, I just Jeez. read this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ridiculous timing. Okay, uh, Anna, you got to pick for Cheyenne. Music. Music. And your decade is the 80s. All right. Which English music star provided guest backing vocals for Dire Straits' 1985 hit Money for Nothing? Oh, I'm going to go with David Bowie. David Bowie is incorrect. Anna, you get a chance to steal. That was my guess. <laughs> you, you said, can you repeat the beginning of the question? Of course. Which English music star provided guest backing vocals for Dire Straits' 1985 hit Money for Nothing? Uh, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury is incorrect. Does it help if I, I want my, I want my. I want my MTV. Now, I don't sound anything like him, and that you guys not seeing it. No, John, could you let everybody know who did those vocals? Uh, that would be Sting. Yeah. That oh. would be Sting. I was a 50-50 of Bowie and yeah. Sting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did that part. Very famous. Okay. And left for Anna, we have got TV. And your decade is the 80s. All right. We have another question by Jackie Lefebvre. Really appreciate it, Jackie. All right, 80s TV. Alice is a series that aired on CBS from 1976, ending in 1985. The show stars Linda Lavin, who moves, who moves with her young son to start a life over and finds a job working at a roadside restaurant. Most episodes revolve around the events in this restaurant and the place that she is employed Please name the establishment. That would be Mel's Diner. That would be Mel's Diner. Well done. All right. John, could you please give us our score update? All right. The, at the end of round two, uh, Cheyenne has a little bit of a lead at 90 to Anna's 60. Okay. All right, Anna and Cheyenne, we have got the final round. Final round! All right, and for this final round, we want you to uh, start off with a wager. And you're going to have to do so on the category that is primetime TV. Oh, wait. That's not what I wanted. 
All right. Okay. Both good? Yep. <sighs> yeah. All right. <laughs> the list of longest-running scripted U.S. primetime television series includes some amazing shows. I want you to tell me the show debuting in each of our decades with the most number of episodes to date. So, in the 70s, which show ran the most episodes that started off in the 70s? Which one ran the most from the 80s and the 90s? I do have some hints for you. In the 70s, it was a soap opera that debuted in 1978, and it ran until 1991 with 357 episodes. In the 80s, it was a cartoon debuting in 1989, still going today, with 695 episodes. And in the 90s, it's a crime drama spinoff debuting in 1999, still going on today, with 481 episodes. And while our contestants are thinking, I just want to tell everybody out there, check out our Patreon. We've got two patrons right here going head-to-head, having a lot of fun. I hope they're having a lot of fun. Uh, I know I certainly am. And you could join the fun. Just check us out on Patreon if interested. And find a tier that's right for you. And besides that, check out every episode of all the podcasts on the BFOP Network. Cartwright, Blast From Our Past, Podcasting After Dark, Talking Back, Cartwright again. <laughs> I forgot about that. I said it again. I love it so much. Um, but yeah, check them out. Just for clarification, you said mm-hmm. 78 to 91? 78 to 91. Yes, sir. I guess I'm good. Yeah, me too. Okay. Not happy about it, but <laughs> I'm submitted. All right, Anna, as you were just a little bit behind... Please let us know your answers. Uh, well, I have no... Cl- the first one I said, Another World. Uh, the 80s, The Simpsons. And the 90s, Law & Order, SVU. Okay. And Cheyenne? Uh, yeah, for 90s, I've got Law & Order, SVU. For the 80s as well, I've got The Simpsons. And then 70s, um, I can't remember if it went into the 90s, but I went Dallas. Okay. That was my other choice. I... <laughs> All right. In the 90s, the crime drama spinoff, yes, was Law & Order SVU. Still going on today. And the 80s, of course, as everyone knows, debuting in 1989 and the most episodes of any primetime television show is The Simpsons. And in the 70s, the soap opera that had everyone asking who shot JR was Dallas. That uh, had the most episode... Debuting from the 70s. Yep. Good wow. job. I, yeah. I, I forgot the prime time part when I was mm-hmm. picking my answer to the 70s. Ah, uh, gotcha. Man, uh, like for the life of me, I was trying to think of that going into me being in high school. And it just does not seem to like yeah, compute in my brain. <laughs> but like the only other things are like Falcon Crest, which, oh, yeah. you know. Dynasty. Just, yeah, that, Dynasty. Yeah. Like those things did not last that long. So, oh. oh. All right. Well, let's uh, find out how much y'all wagered. Uh, Anna, what did you wager? Were you getting it wrong? I wagered. I wagered fifty. Fifty. Okay. And Cheyenne, I wagered thirty-one, just to, in case yep. you doubled up to get over it. So. All right, John, you are my math man. Could you please let everybody know the final scores? Uh, with a final score of one hundred and twenty-one to ten, Cheyenne is the winner. All right, 121 to 10. Good job, yep. Cheyenne. Yay, golf claps all, all right. around. Fantastic. 
congrats. That was wonderful. Uh, Anna, Cheyenne, thank you guys so much. Do either of you, Anna, do you want to start us off? Let us know, uh, you know, anything else that you want to mention or shout out? (laughs) Not particularly, but thank you. This was fun. (laughs) Perfect. All right, Cheyenne, how about yourself? Uh, Yeah, I'm just going to say, people, please still keep wearing your masks and washing your hands for a while. We're not done with this. Keep everybody safe. Yes. Yes, what Cheyenne said. Yeah, very good. Oh, yeah, now you jump on it. Okay. <laughs> hey, I have only left my house maybe eight times since March. So wow. my yeah, mom lives the... with me. So yeah, yeah, that's how my family is. Like we're yeah. pretty hunkered down. We're all kind of uh, immunocompromised in different ways. So I mean, my husband's a marine, and even he he can't work from home all the time. But he does work from home too. Uh, thankfully, yeah. he has a job at a desk because he's old. But <laughs> oh yeah, hey now, you, you told me yeah. You said earlier, are you calling me? No, no, you're calling you old. <laughs> he's older than me. Okay, all right, all right. For John, I'm Adam, and that has been another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com backslash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on the podcast platform you're listening to. And we'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late-night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get.